So I'm actually drinking the good stuff tonight. What's the good stuff? Uh, Henry McKenna bourbon. I can okay. afford to drink the good stuff because I'm rich now. Oh, oh, you are rich now? I'm rich. I got all my money back from my canceled plans. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'm rich because my life is ruined. I don't get to take my vacation. I got refunds for that shit. I got refunds for my kids' camp, which means I got to watch these fucks all summer. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. But that's I'm flush with cash now. Did Was it United? Was it United? That, did they give you your money back? United gave me my money back. They know what's good for them. You were on a tweet storm with them. I mean, were they interacting with you? There's two things you can't play with. My emotions and my money. And United mm-hmm. tried to play with my money. So I, I canceled my trip, and they told me they would issue me a refund in 24 business days. Not 24, 24 business days. That's crazy. No, they ain't I, got no money. No, it's a bunch of broke bitches over at United. Yeah. They had to wait for their little check to come in. <laughs> they got to get their check from the government so you can get their check from them. And, you know, I believe in constant pressure. So it's just my foot on United Airlines' neck until my money came in, and, and they finally caved. Mm, good for and you. United, no hard feelings now. We're good, United. Are you going to fly them now? I mean, if it's cheaper. Right. United is one step above Spirit, which is one step above the Chinatown bus. Oh, God, I've taken that Chinatown bus. Oh, my God, I took it one year from New York to Virginia, and um, I got on the bus very late, and the only seat left was by the bathroom, which was broken, and it was 100 degrees, and the AC was broken. Oh, that was Jesus a pretty, Christ. pretty horrible, horrible horrible bus ride and also the woman next to me was having a meltdown on the phone with her boyfriend (laughs) the whole time it was terrible yeah the chinatown bus i like to take the chinatown bus at night and you just like eat a zan and you wake up in a new city it's fantastic Mm, i don't think any bus is fantastic but okay no eating a zan and waking up in a new city is fantastic Welcome, guys. Hey, welcome to our new listeners. Oh, hey, new listeners. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Um, This is Eat the Press, and uh, if you're a new listener, the whole um, aim of our show is we're just regular people, friends. We've been friends for 20 years. We talk politics, and but we're also funny. Sometimes we get that. these jokes off. Sometimes we do. Uh, so, yeah, welcome. We just We're just regular. We're not experts. We're not pundits. We're just regular people. Yeah, talking hopefully shit like about, you. Yeah, hopefully like you. Um, so our first story we want to talk about is uh, about Jane Roe, Roe v. Wade. Uh, she famously had a conversion in 1995 from pro-choice to anti-choice. And, you know, the right, of course, championed her. And oh, they tried her out all the time. All the time. That's what they do. Um, they used her to push their narrative. That as they always do, which is, you know, women don't actually know what's good for them or their, their bodies. Yeah, and that abortion is a traumatizing experience. And, I mean, it, it is a medical procedure and probably does have some effects, but it doesn't just change people the way they portrayed it. Jane no. Roe made the decision that she thought was best for herself at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And as it turns out, it was all bullshit. Yes, on her deathbed, uh, she was doing a documentary uh, for FX, and she told the filmmaker that she never actually had a conversion, that she had been paid off by the right. And her quote is, I took their money, and they took me out in front of cameras and told me what to say. Up to, and they pay, uh, allegedly paid her half a million dollars. Yeah, for appearance fees and just to come out and spew anti-choice rhetoric. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that had to be weighing on her heavily. But, I mean, this is... I don't begrudge her. I mean, she was a desperate woman in need of money. Then she was, I mean, at the time of the landmark case, mm-hmm. she was a homeless woman. I think she had some substance abuse issues. She just needed help. And I can talk big integrity talk. Uh-huh. But, I mean, if someone offers me, like Halliburton, if you're listening, Halliburton, you want to sponsor this show? I will do drops for you. <laughs> he will, too. I won't, but he will. Halliburton does good work. Uh, shut up, Jason. Don't say stupid stuff. Um, <laughs> I actually read up a little bit about her. She was a little bit of a sketchy character. I mean, she had a hard life, um, but she, I guess, had said she had been raped, and she it came out that she actually hadn't been raped, um, but she had said she had been. Um, Amanda Marquette of the Daily Beast has a, a couple good articles about this. Um, but, yes, I mean, I mean, obviously on this podcast we're going to come from the position of it's a woman's right to choose what to do with her body. And let's face it, her life. It's her life. Unless it's to choose not to wear a mask. Because if that's the case, fuck you. Oh, God, right. That's what these people are doing. The, the These right-wing people are now co-opting the language of... My body, anti- my choice. My body, my choice. What a bunch of hypocrites. What a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Yeah, and it's like, it's not your body because you are spreading the disease. You breathe in your gross breath that COVID-19 all over people. Stop that. Stop being an asshole. But you know what? I read some good threads today. One by uh, Michael Harriet. I like him. He, him, and then there's another thread I can't remember, but they basically said this, and it's, I think it's pretty true. Um, if you think about it, the right to do what they want is what they call, quote, freedom, right? But the, really, the right they're saying that they want to have is the right to harm other people. And where does that come from? Where is that rooted? It's rooted all the way back to slavery. Confederates were angry about their right being taken away to harm other people. The connection is there. It always goes back to racism. I'm telling you, it always comes back to slavery. Like, it always comes back to racism. Always. Man, this country ain't never going to fix itself. Well, the, the, the foundation is fucked up. Well, you yeah, scrap it's the rotten. whole thing. It's rotten. It's rotten. Okay, back to this. Back to the story. Um, but what? I just wanted to to just point out how every time there's a leftist or progressive protest movement, the right always insists that people are being paid to protest. Oh, I know that's their favorite thing to say. Yeah, the George Soros is flying people around in his Jew jet or whatever they call it. <laughs> that 
Jujet. What is a Jujet? Have you have you ever noticed? Like I didn't know anything about George Soros until about five or six years ago when I yeah, saw people same. on the right right mentioning how horrible he was, and I was like, yeah. wait, right wingers hate a billionaire? Guarantees Jewish. And I looked him up. Of course, of course he is. Because <laughs> that's the only way right wingers can ever hate a billionaire. Yeah, right. Otherwise, they're like, let me fall on my sword for the billionaires. Yeah, let, uh, let me lick those shoes. Uh, the right, you know what? They're full of grifters. They're nothing but grifters and liars and trolls. That's that's who they are. I mean, look at... Their tactics are always terrible. Look at Jacob Wool. What does he do? He's a fraud. And he uses deceptive editing to, like, try to frame people for things that are clearly fake. I mean, he oh. tried to frame Mueller, Buttigieg, and, um... Oh, who else was it? Fauci. It was Fauci. Yeah, that's right. He tried to... For sexual, se- sexual, uh, fictitious sexual assault. Yes, come on. He, he come paid on. a woman to say Fauci raped her. Yeah, can you believe that? Okay. And I have a friend, I have a friend whose mom worked with Fauci, and she, I was like, oh, what's he like? And she said, he's just the nicest man, which he seems like the nicest man. You know, I don't want to go over the top praising Fauci. He seems pretty decent, but I keep saying to myself, why doesn't he just step away from this administration and tell the truth? Because he's, honestly, I, I know I get it, but I think he's very afraid for what will happen if he's not there. I mean, I, mean, I get they, that. Is anyone in the room listening to him? Well, I don't know. He isn't he social distancing and semi-quarantining right now? Because <laughs> he, he was exposed. I don't know. When is Trump going to get the damn virus, Jason? He's he never, gonna get never it. going to get the virus. He's like he's, cockroaches. He's not taking hydro. Wait, hydro. Hydroxychloroquine. God, I hate that word. You know what? We should just learn the brand name of that shit and say the brand name. And then maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> it's a lot easier it's, to pronounce. It is. I don't remember what it is, though. Um, Yeah, so. She came out and she said, basically, they paid me a lot of money. And if you look at a lot of the things that the anti-choice movement has done, it's it's full of people who just, it's not full of, like, pious people who are like, you know, I'm so worried about the sanctity of life. It's full of people who do really shady shit. Like, or they, they, they make shady claims. Like, think about Trump and this this. Thing that he's been doing at his rallies where he says that women give birth and then the doctor swaddles the baby and then they kill the baby. Have you heard this? Yeah, I've heard him say that. <sighs> and they, they just eat it up. Um, so, if you're listening to this, you're a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend a podcast that has nothing to do with us. This is completely objective. One of my favorite podcasts is called Behind the Bastards. Oh, I listen. I just started listening to that. It's fantastic. They yeah, do it an is. Episode about uh, the birth of the right to life movement. It turns out that um, evangelical Christians, you know, forty, fifty years ago, didn't care that much about abortion. It was not an issue, and the abortion issue was created yep. in support of white supremacy. Yep, I, I've read it, about. It those. sounds far fetched, but like they lay out such a compelling case with historical evidence. And they did it because what they wanted to do was get, to be able to join the two parts of the party, 
the, the business people with the social issues, I'm using air quotes, so that they could have a bigger base. I mean, and it has worked. But, I mean, I am, I am thankful that Jane wrote Norma McCorvey is her actual name. Yes, Norma McCorvey. That Ms. McCorvey unburdened herself with that. She got that off her chest. Not many people do that deathbed confession, for real. I'm letting that shit go. If I know I'm on my deathbed, I'm letting it rip. Wait, what are your confessions? I'm not dying right now. Tell me your confessions. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, yeah, they're deathbed. That's right. Yeah, it's not podcast confessions. Oh, okay. I mean, the statute of limitations for them, that shit doesn't expire. Who are you going to tell them to? Whoever's around. Oh, okay. So you're going to burden your wife with your deathbed confessions? That's real cool, Jason. Real cool. I mean, she signed on for this shit. That's true. She did. Um... So, yeah, the the right is just nothing but grifters, charlatans, and, um, like, there's this one woman, Jill Stanek, I think is her name. Not familiar Uh, with her. Tell me about this Jill Stanek. She believes that Chinese people eat fetuses as delicacies. What? Yeah. I watched a lot of Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmern, and I'm sure I would have known that if they had done that. Yeah, that would have been pretty big news. She also believes contraception should be illegal so that people can only have sex within marriage because that's how sex works. I don't understand. Like, what? what is the end here? Like, what? why is she know. invested in just wild procreation? I don't know. These people, it's all they want to do. It's, it's such a, like, contradiction because, like, a lot of what they say is... Um, individual liberty states rights you can't tell me what to do blah 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 and then all they want to do is tell other people what to do that's all they want to do and it's weird because like they they don't want people to have contraception but they also don't want people to do butt stuff (laughs) and like that's a good way to not procreate i mean it is if you're into butt stuff are you into butt stuff i mean you brought it up you know, I was reading, actually, today. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What were you reading? <laughs> butt stuff. No, I was researching. Uh, <laughs> I was doing some research um, on sodomy laws. Okay. Because uh, someone someone made a spurious comparison between making people wear masks to stop the spread of COVID-19 and passing laws to make people wear condoms to stop the spread of AIDS, how we didn't do that. And I was like, you know what? Gay sex was illegal in, like... 15 states and as it turns out it's still illegal right there were sodomy laws on the books in 14 states until 2003 the only reason that there are no sodomy laws in the united states is that the supreme court ruled that they were unconstitutional the states were still telling people how they couldn't couldn't fuck i mean that's what i'm saying they want to be in your bedroom what a bunch of perverts So, second story we wanted to talk about was uh, something that's kind of not getting that much press, but I I think it's kind of a shitty thing, among many shitty things that the White House does. Um, They deployed the National Guard to assist during the pandemic, Then they're doing things like contact tracing, decontaminating nursing homes, and 
setting up field hospitals and testing. And for National Guard, if they're deployed for 90 days, their benefits go into effect. So that means they can qualify for early retirement and receive education benefits. Um, So what the White House did was they ended, as of now, they're ending the National Guard's deployment at 89 days. One day. Yeah, roughly 4,000 National Guardsmen around the country have been mobilized to assist with the COVID outbreak. 40,000, right? Four zero thousand? I thought it was 4,000. No, you're right. It's 40,000. I think it's 40,000. No, you're absolutely right. Right. Yeah, so 40,000 men and women have been pulled away from their homes. And their jobs. They had to self-quarantine two weeks before they went on duty, and they have to self-quarantine two weeks after they come off. I mean, and it's, no, granted, they signed on for this, but, like, this is pretty much the most noble shit you can do in a military uniform. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. held, they're serving their country in yeah, their yeah, country. Literally serving their country. Like, you always talk about the, ser- ter- the troops serving their country. Most of the troops are not doing shit. And they get deployed somewhere for spurious geopolitical reasons, but these people are literally serving their country. Right. Um, and in terms ahead. of my life, if I'm away from my family for 89 days or 90 days, there's absolutely no difference. That's a huge sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the benefits being proffered for that labor, there's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who goes active duty in the armed forces gets the post 9-11 GI Bill. It's a pretty strong benefit. It's uh, almost as good as the World War II era GI Bill. National Guardsmen and reservists don't get this. But after 90 days of active duty service, called up on deployment, which is what they're doing, they start to qualify for a prorated version. In this country, we don't, for some reason, have free public education. It's wildly expensive. Lots of people, millions of people who join the military do so for the education benefits. Mm-hmm. And the president is stopping one day short to just fuck them over. It's just so typical in the long line of things this asshole has done. I mean, he attacked a Gold Star family. He repeatedly attacked John McCain. <laughs> I just visualize him physically attacking a Gold Star family. <laughs> I feel like that meme probably is out there somewhere. You know, somebody superimposed his head on some stupid meme wrestling gif. If someone would ripped abs. Oh, God. Has he ever looked in the mirror? He retweets this crap, and it's like, he knows what he looks like, right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> if people were Photoshopping my face onto, like, D'Angelo's body circa 2001, so, I would be retweeting this at all time. Old, 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 old D'Angelo. No, see, I currently have the 2020 D'Angelo body. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, actually, didn't he get in shape? I read he got it back in shape, or maybe uh, I didn't. I don't know. I mean, he was not. Um, he's never going back to the six pack, but um, well, no, he's he not looking very... like he did back during the heroin arrest days. Oh God, D'Angelo. Love him. Love his music. Glad he cleaned himself up. Did you listen? I'm sure you listened to Black Messiah. Uh, I did listen to a, uh, yeah, I did. I had, there's like a couple songs that I really, really loved on it. Yeah, good album. Probably one of the better R&B albums of the last decade. Guys, if you're listening, yeah. D'Angelo's Black Messiah. Yeah. 
Okay, we does. But anyway, you know, yeah, he's attacked <laughs> these gold star families. Yeah, Ta- he does that. He attacked John McCain. Um, you know what I though? Mean, that is the one thing, the one thing that Trump does that I respect. What's that? Attacking John McCain. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it, but I'm saying, come on. John McCain, is not a war hero. War oh, victim. War oh, victim. Oh, but didn't he not tell secrets, or did he tell secrets? I'm sure Wasn't he told he secrets. Tortured? Wasn't he yeah. tortured? You're, I was told to tell secrets if I'm tortured. Oh, really? You were? Oh, I was. If you, if you guys didn't know this, Jason was in Army? The Army, yeah. He was in Army. I like to call it Army, like they do on Arrested Development. You know? Yes, I was in Army. Oh, it's in army. I'm going to army, mother. That's what Buster used to say. Yeah, but they're like, if they're going to okay, you, just tell them shit. Okay, let's move on. There's way more stuff that Trump has done. He's taken money away from their like housing to give to the wall. He's, um, what else? He's uh, called them on Thanksgiving. Visited him on Thanksgiving, made it, made everything he said about himself, thanked himself on Thanksgiving. Do you remember <laughs> he asshole. tried? He tried to do one of those Soviet-style military parades through DC. Oh yes, he made the generals stand beside him. He made them do that. He uh, called up. Was it the the blue? What is that called? The blue. The planes. Oh yeah, the Thunderbirds. Yeah, is that what it? The, what what is it? One of them, Blue Angels. There's Blue like Angels. Two of them. He made the Blue, Blue Angels. Angels. Yeah, he made the Blue Angels fly over a parade, or maybe it was Fourth of July. Um, what else did he do? You know, the last thing any troop wants to be doing on Fourth of July, working. Yeah, I mean, who wants to work on Fourth of July? Regardless, he's done petty shit and like big shit to the troops, and I go, how do they support him? But you know, only half do. In 2019, in December, uh, there was a, I think, is it the Military Times? Is that the Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did a poll of, I don't know, like almost 2,000 um, people. And he half of the military disapproves of him. You know, probably half the military is black and Latino. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Obama had actually... Worse approval numbers than Trump, but you know he's a black guy, so there's that. Yeah, and there's there's this general perception amongst the military because it's it's taught to you that Republicans increase military spending and Democrats cut it. So soldiers unthink like unthinkably believe that that translates to more money for me, but no, it translates to more money for Raytheon. It translates to more money for Halliburton. Mm-hmm. It translates to more money for McDonnell Douglas, not your broke ass. Mm-hmm. They don't get paid more, do they? No. No, no, no. Well, I mean, they're periodic raises, but yeah, no. Sure, but it's all in. It's like... not tied to military spending. No. Well, they they yeah. pass the spending laws. Like there was a huge raise, a large military raise. I want to say in twenty seventeen, and Trump took credit for it. It's like no, that actually passed under Obama. Oh, that's right. That's another thing he does. God, he is such a slick fucker, isn't he? Can't hate on that. I do that shit. I take credit for shit that my predecessors did. Where? Which predecessors? In this house. Oh, which predecessor? Who? <laughs> the people that lived there before? Yeah, the people. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so when something breaks, do you take credit for that? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Because if I if I take responsibility for having breaked it, for having broken it, I got to fix it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you don't, then who fixes it? Probably you. You probably are the one that fixes it. I'm not qualified to fix a lot of things. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Um, yeah, he's just a. I don't know, man. It's just a shithead. I feel like we always just. <laughs> Somehow, yeah, we by, just... the, by the end of, like, minute 25 of our podcast, it's come back around to, like, how much we hate Trump and what a you shit know, he is. You know what? Did, did I mention fuck Trump? Yeah, that's... D- did you know we hate him? We think he's a terrible person? Yeah, Malignant he's not narcissist? a good person or competent. He's decent. incompetent. He's full of malice. He's stupid. He's corrupt. He's corrupt. Is it an oligarchy or plutocracy that we have going, or is it a is yes, it fasc- both? But is it also fascism? I think it's both. Can it be fascism and an oligarchy? Uh, I wonder know, if it can. These are unprecedented times. You got an asshole of the week. I do have an asshole of the week. My asshole of the week is going to be Joshua Hawley. Okay. Tell me why. So Hawley, uh, his new grift is pretending to be a populist. Oh, yes. I read his uh, the tweets against him yesterday. Yeah, he's like the one Republican that is legitimately trying to play that outflank the Dems on the left thing. Mm-hmm. Except it's all bullshit. Yes. Like he'll throw out a tweet with some sort of pro-labor position or pro-general American public position, like giving more money directly to the people. Although his voting record does not support this. He's against living a, a living wage. He voted against allowing an increase of the minimum wage in the state mm-hmm. of Missouri. Mm-hmm. And he's a, a right-to-work guy. Yep, like, he's a right-to-work guy. Those are incongruous positions. You can't be a right-to-work guy and a populist. Like, we Not absolutely like, need organized labor. He also just wrote this article that was purporting to be a populist position about how regular Americans don't want to be the elites or whatever. And um, Yo, his, he, have you seen his resume? I was just going to say that. This man is nothing but elite. He went to elite prep school. He went to Yale, I think, law school. He went to Yale law. I think he did Stanford undergrad. Yeah, I, he's nothing but an elite, and he's, like, pretending to be not an elite. Yeah, he went back to Missouri. and yeah, Missouri. I'm sure he pronounced it Missouri. Missouri. By the way, if you're listening in Missouri, and I'm wrong, and it is Missouri, drop us a line. It's yeah, at Yeet the Press know. on Twitter, yeetthepress at gmail.com. That's right. But hey, I can I'd like read, to... and it's Missouri. Yeah, I'd like to say hello to our listeners in, like, the Philippines. <laughs> we see, we look at our stats. Don't we have, like, listeners in the Philippines and, like... Oh, but you I... know what? I have a friend in the Philippines who actually listens to the show. What if it's not your friend, though? What if we actually just have <laughs> a one <laughs> person? other in... listeners in the Philippines? <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? No, there's, like, a lot of people. Yeah, listen. I'm if actually you... really surprised at the reach we have now. Yeah, it's a few crazy. African countries. I mean, all the English-speaking countries were going to be like yeah, branders, but yeah, we have like 
and also I feel like there's a couple South American countries that I saw on our yeah. stats. Hey guys. So thank you for thanks joining for us. Listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We really uh, appreciate your listening. Listen. If travel ever opens up again, I would love to come um, crash in your floor. Yeah, can we do that? We want to travel one day. Um, anyways, I guess we're going to wrap up. Uh, hmm. Follow us at Eat the Press on Insta and Twitter. Please uh, drop us a line at eatthepress at Gmail if you'd like. And rate us on iTunes. Give us a review if you like the show. If you don't like the show, don't review it. Um. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you don't like the show, give it five stars. You know I gave friends podcast five stars the other day. I didn't listen to that shit. Oh, man. I've given so many friends five stars on their podcasts. <laughs> I don't listen. I also don't expect any of my friends to listen. Like, I, I, I had to, like message them when we first started i'm like can you just subscribe and rate you do not have to listen i hope they don't listen because i'd be be talking about them (laughs) i want you to be listening like oh that's me right he talking about me um all right so uh our music is composed by kevin mcleod licensed through creative commons as always kev we're eternally grateful Shout out to our social media guy, Dustin Lamar. Thank you, Dustin. Yeah, when you see those fire tweets from at Eat the Press, that's Dustin Lamar. If it has the N-word yes. in it, it's probably from me. Yes. I hope. Yes. Do you... I've never even seen you tweet an N-word tweet from Eat the Press. You, oh, I wouldn't. No, that's the respectable account. I know. So what are you <laughs> talking about? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Good night.